What are we? What are we doing, dude? I don't know. Do you need a hug? All right, let's do it. So I was doing some research. It's like therapy for us. You're just easing into not having much time on your hands. And I'm stoked for the journey. What's up, everybody? My name is B Ryan Boyd. I don't even know how to answer that. Are you sure about that? B breezy. B breezy. That's yeah. good. I like B breezy. Yeah. I'm Zach. Zach Easy. <laughs> And we are two dads on a mic. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. Just same old, same old, man. I think every time you ask me, I'm just going to be like, same old, same old. I know. Working my butt off and trying to create as many life experiences as I can. Oh, that's so that's so heartwarming. Yeah. Mine, <laughs> it's very warm right now. Welcome. Wait, is it over here? I forgot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Dude, it's on your sleeve, bro. You just wear your heart on your sleeve. It's anywhere, man. It's so cute. It's my brain. Welcome to episode number 13, everybody. We're so happy and thankful and grateful that you're here. Uh, before we jump into our topic today, before we jump into all that good mumbo jumbo, a few uh, housekeeping items. Once again, we are now officially on iTunes. You can find us at Two Dads on a Mic, our podcast. We do ask that you rate review and subscribe please we're trying to get on the new and noteworthy section of that podcast so that really helps us out really helps us get some um uh uh, traction traction that's the word i'm looking for thank you that's why you're my co-host because i would be screwed doing this alone and um also find us on instagram facebook twitter the number two dads on a mic. Uh, follow us there. We uh, put up a bunch of content there. You can kind of look at our journey um, of our families and just funny things that we like to post on on those social media platforms. See, si. see, <laughs> si. we just had Cinco de Mayo. See, si, senor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's jump into today. Today we are going to talk because let me let me. Let me preface this. We got Memorial Day right around the corner, right? We've got the end of school right around the corner. Yes. For all you parents that have kiddos in school. So what does that usually mean happens? Family vacations, ladies and gentlemen. Family vacations! Now that could be very, every could be jumping. Some people could be jumping for joy. Some people are like, oh, they're out of school. Yep. I've met a lot. And I don't know how I'm going to feel as Aria grows up and like looking forward to that. I feel like, and I tell Jess, I'm going to be taking her out of school, like, while she's in school. Like, uh-huh. hey, there's something going on in somewhere that it's four hours away. You want to ditch school for three days and let's go hang out? But you can't do that. Damn you. I know. You were my, you were my nemesis when I was a teacher. Yeah. Because yep. you know what? It's, it's the happiest day of a teacher's life and it's the saddest day of a yeah. parent's life. Yeah. The end of school. But there's rules now. Like, how many, like, just like, you can't do that because there's rules if you miss a certain amount of day, days and stuff. And Yeah, I mean, you can do it, but there is rules. You cannot miss a certain, but it's like an absorbent amount of days. It's yeah. like, yeah. you got to miss like 40 days of school. I, I think it, it will depend on wh- where she goes to school and what I think about that school. Uh, because I've heard many stories of clients and people just like, man, my kid's school sucks. Yeah, but and you it, know what? They have so many breaks in school now. They have like... A week for fall break. They now have fall break. True. They now have winter break and they have spring break. I feel like California has more days off than any state I've ever heard. Well, it's it's it. It's not necessarily true because it's the same amount of days in school. They just have less of a summer. So like, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, like for instance, the district that that I that I live in, right? They don't. They go to school uh, until like mid June, and then they go back mid August. 
Whereas oh, when wow. I got yeah, out, we had I like would three get months. out like the week after Memorial Day, and then I wouldn't go back to like Labor Day. I'd have like Man, three months. That is true. Okay. You, you know, know what? what? I, mean? I I get it now. I get it now. I kind of agree with that too because giving them breaks throughout and not just overwhelming them yeah. builds their brain back up to come back and like absorb more. Yeah. That makes sense. I well, the, the, the first school I taught in, best, year-round. It was just year, full year-round. Year-round school. So you had tracks. You had A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. So uh, you would be in school for nine weeks, and then you'd be out of school for three weeks. And then you'd be in school for nine weeks, and then you'd be out of school for three weeks. Drove the parents nuts. True. Because what do you do with your kid for three weeks, right? But, dude, as a teacher, it was the greatest thing in the world. Just bust your ass for nine weeks, and then you'd get three weeks off. But it balances out. I mean, like, let's say they're in kindergarten. Right. Let's say. And so those three weeks, I mean, you probably daycare i mean like if you have to work you gotta work you're not gonna take three weeks off every you can't so i wonder that's the route they go i mean for me that would be just more family time because we work from home so i don't know yeah it's well it was tough for for fans because um you know i mean either way you still got to pay for those intermittent daycares if you have summer camp you send your kid to summer camp if you're a working parent right if you don't have if you have a year-round school you got to find like the the track they had like track camps so those tracks that were off of school, there were like certain uh, companies like Boys and Girls Club and things like that, that had like track camps that you could send your kids to. So, I mean, it, it evens out. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the same uh, amount of days that you're out of school as you're in school. 180 days is a school year. So, or some districts, I think it's 180 in some, 182 in others, but it's roughly about so no matter, 180 No matter days. what, they meet that 180. Yeah. Regardless of how they distribute what days. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, never yeah. knew that. Yep, yep. I never so, knew that. Yeah, it's, it's got to be that way. But anyway, we're going to talk today about summer vacations, which, you know what? It makes me think about the, 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 the most, uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. National Lampoon. Oh yeah, for sure. Vacation. Which one? I mean, like. But the first one, the yeah, vacation yeah, yeah. when they go to Wally World. Yeah, yeah. And they. Uh, Shitter's the, full. The, no, that's is Christmas. That, vacation. Oh, that's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's Christmas vacation. Summer vacation is the one. I'm already yeah. Where they're going to Wally World. Well, they're going to the Grand Canyon uh, <laughs> via Wally World, right? So they stop by the Grand Canyon. But uh, the best part of that movie is uh, they go to Grandma's house to to no their aunt's house. She was the aunt, I think, and they go to her house to pick her up because they're gonna they're gonna pick her up and take her on this vacation with her, <laughs> and they they pick her up and they uh they have her dog with the, the dog comes and the dog's just you know all over the place climbing in the car to the so Chevy Chase gets out at one of the gas stations to fill up the the car with gas <laughs> and he gets the dog out to take her to the bathroom and then while he's filling up the the, the car with gas he hooks the leash to the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets in the car and <laughs> drives off. And then he gets pulled over like 50 miles down the road. And the cop comes up to the car. And he's holding the leash. And he's like, poor little guy. Probably kept up with you for the first mile or so. And then his poor little legs just gave out. Oh, my and, goodness. Oh, my God. It's just a classic, classic I like. Scene. I kind of remember that. I remember the wallet. I, if, I, if I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could probably retell the, the um, scene I'm watching. But I don't remember that much. I remember Wally World. Oh, like getting there. It was closed, right? Yeah, and they got that. Yeah, <laughs> it was closed, and they like hijacked the security guards to yeah. like break into to Wally World, and John Candy's like the main security. Yeah, guard. yeah. God. Oh, it's such a that great was the show. best era of comedy. And then and then the aunt dies. I don't remember. The great aunt dies while they're going, so they they tie her to the rocking chair on top of the car and put a tarp over because it's like raining. Oh my god, dude, it's a classic movie. So, did you ever see the National Lampoon's um? documentary on netflix right now no watch it is it good it's dope and they have i forgot the name the main guy from uh one of the uh from saturday Night live uh-huh. he plays but i didn't know everything they were involved with 
of like what they started, and I didn't. I think I talked like about the, the brand National Lampoons. Yeah, yeah, it's like a brand. Oh so yeah, it's like National yeah. Lampoons, Van Wilder. First, I didn't know that like everybody came from Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, like I didn't know that. I I didn't. I didn't. But like the the key underwriters that really were involved, I had no idea. But on Netflix, it's it's a really cool. It's a, it's not a documentary. It's an actual movie. Oh, it's a it's, movie. it's a movie about the story and the people that are in it. So are, it's not a documentary. No, it's not a documentary. No, it's a full on movie. Like someone's playing John Candy. Someone's oh. playing uh, John Belushi. So, so it's, it's dope. The story. Yeah, it's the story of how it it got started and where it was at. It's it was. I just randomly watched it. And That'd I was be like, really this is, cool. It's dope. Like someone plays Bill Murray. Oh. I mean, like it's that would be dude. How do you play Bill Murray? I know. And the dude who plays it is like he has his own TV show. Does a, a decent? They all do a decent job. You know? I think that would be the playing one of those, like to play an actor, like uh, Man on the Moon when mm-hmm. Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman. Dude, you see that uh, documentary? Unbelievable! Oh, watch that documentary. Oh. It's just on Jim Carrey creating and being the role. No way! Because he goes, uh, what's it called when they go character? They go yeah. in. He becomes him, and I'm talking to the to the T of like pisses everybody. I mean, he becomes Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. To the T. And Kaufman would piss people off. And he does it. Jim Carrey fully. <laughs> Jim Carrey like crashes a car. I mean, like it's crazy. I haven't even finished it. But it's uh, it's, wow. it's it's interesting. I think that would probably be one of the hardest roles in Hollywood to play an actor, like and someone that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're a Hollywood actor, right, and you play, um, like let's say for instance, um, uh, when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played. Uh, uh, the the aviator, aviator guy, yeah. right? Like no one really knows that guy. They know Howard Hughes was a weird dude, but you don't really know him. Like you know Bill Murray, you know every like you understand how he acts, his mannerisms. So to have to like reenact that role, that would be extremely. I mean, difficult. you better pick the right person, and you better do an amazing. Yeah, job. the cast or it could ruin your career. Have to be on point, could ruin your career. Totally, totally. It's not like Will Ferrell playing Ron, Burg- Ron Burgundy, right? You know, he was just at Oceanside High School. Yeah, he I got in a like, car wreck. No. He got in a car wreck. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. I wonder if he was in costume in the car wreck because he was like, had to go to a different function. And the police officer is there. Is like, is this a joke? Where are the cameras? Awesome. That yeah. would be funny. Yeah, he got in a car wreck. I think he had to go to the, he got like an ambulance or something. He had to go like Tri-City right here. What? Yeah. How That's funny right. would that be? You going to Tri-City and Will Ferrell's like laying on a bed. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, let's talk about, uh, so, do you remember your summer vacations? I remember just one big time, and it was uh, always anything. Wherever we went, we never flew anywhere. I don't even remember the first time I was on a plane. It was probably when I was like 20 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it was always family trip in the minivan or the station wagon. And I just remember one. We drove from Minneapolis to uh, California and stopped everywhere throughout the way. And the reason why we did it is because my grandma um, at the time loved to gamble and Mystic Lake was in Minneapolis, the casino nearby, and she won a jackpot for like 25 grand, and she just paid for all of us to go to rent a house in Santa Cruz, California, and we drove there, and it was amazing. I mean, I was very lucky growing up. My dad was a videographer, so everything is videotaped. Oh, that's awesome. I have like a... Did he have one of those video cameras that were in the bag and the VHS recorder? Everything. Yeah. He had everything. He would come home from trips sometimes just like bins upon bins, but... Everything is documented and it's converted now to DVD. So like I can watch it all so I can remember all of it. And that's the main thing. And I stress to everybody. So in regards to family vacations, if you're not documenting these moments, 
it's, and I'm talking document, not like, yeah, let me get an Instagram photo. I'm talking like documenting. Yeah. Like, like you were just saying, I was just taking photos and videos of Mac taking a bath in the sink. I'm like, wait, have you guys docked? And then um, I was like, we need to get a camera, get a camera. 300 bucks, you can get an amazing, amazing camera. Yeah. Like crazy. It's so important. But then documenting it, also chopping it and editing some stuff and organizing that is very important. But um, back to the vacations. Yeah, I remember driving and just it was a whirlwind of just awesomeness. I think that's an essential part of a vacation that was documenting it. One thing my pa family, so we did do the video recording. My dad got this, uh, I remember in the 80s, he had the, you had the VHS systems, right? And then half of the VH system came off and it went into a bag and then the video oh, recorder yeah, yeah. hooked to the VHS system then you could record and it would record right on the tape. So he loved that thing and he would record everything. But after that, like he didn't ever step up in his video recording game, you know? And so I remember we have a lot of home videos of like from the time I was, I don't know, and vacation videos like maybe four years old till like eight or nine years old. But after that, I don't have anything. Do you, are they still on VHS? Yeah. You got Dude, it. Still you, have you have to like you have to get those and have them in your world because here's the thing about VHS tapes: it's tape. Over time, they deteriorate, big oh. time. You want to get them digitized. Okay. Like when I was in Canada, where my wife's from, um, her dad, of course, I know very well, and he's just like, "Look, I have all these cassettes or all these VHS," and yeah. I'm like. Oh, I know where you're going with this. I'm like, I, I always bring my laptop. And I'm like, so I went to the local place and I like rented a uh, conversion VHS system and I converted all of their VHS tapes and gave them to them digital. So they're all quick time. Cool, yeah. And, uh, but it's so important. I mean, there's, there's companies out there that do them. I mean, Walmart, I, I think does it, but do it. If you have tapes, don't just put them in a bin and set them away. They will deteriorate over time. Um, and then, yeah. But also half of them were also re-recorded over because not yeah. knowing that of like a Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, hunt, the oh, funny yeah. part. Oh, we would. Yeah, that would happen too. But yep. get them converted. Get them in your hand. I mean, I always, if I see them, I have pictures of family, videotapes. I always become that person because I am in that world. It's very important. So when you're talking about family vacation, right, was your, um, was your family a destination vacation family was your family a transient vacation What's family? Transient mean? In other words, place to place to place to place. Um, and did you did you fly or drive? Always drove, and literally, I literally think because I there was four kids in our family. Um, I would say middle class. Like we didn't really go on family vacations, but I think our whole life was kind of a family vacation. I was very lucky in a way of like always going out to do something, whether it be sports, skateboarding was huge in my growing up. So it literally, and I got to ask my mom, like that one vacation was the big one. That's the only one I think I took. Um, and as I got older, it's like there was, I had a soccer trip, so I had to go there or whatever, maybe, but it was always driving. Yeah. Always. Yep. And I think, I don't know if that's a generational thing because I went on, we went on a fam, a summer vacation every summer. So my parents were in education, right? So they had summers off. So we always went on a summer vacation. We did not go on any, it was very rare, maybe once or twice that we actually went on vacation during the other times of the year. We did do a Christmas vacation one time in San Diego. Um, and then we ended up leaving like three days early. <laughs> because my, Why? Well, my sister and I, okay. So my parents, they were like, let's go to San Diego. This is okay. This is the, the quintessential uh, Boyd family vacation. <laughs> they, Never, and we're going to get into this because this is very, I think this is very important for parents to understand. Solicit your children for advice on what to do on vacation 
because it's not about what you want to do. You go on vacation for your children. I mean, you do for yourself, right? But you have children with you. So my parents were very destination, but transient people. So we would go on vacation uh, the majority of the time and we would drive almost 90% of the time. What kind of car did you have? Oh, dude. Minivan or station? Oh, no. (laughs) Just a full-on sedan. Really? Just a four-door sedan. (laughs) That's kind of tough. Brutal. Because on a side note, in the minivan world, how I love to hack things, I started at an early age. So minivan, you know, you had two sets of of rows of chairs and the two front seats. I was tired. I was small. I could crawl under the seats. Guess where I slept? Yep. Right under the seats. And you were comfortable. My sister and brother's feet were, you know, chair here, right here. And I was right. I was passed out. And you were comfortable. And if you can sleep on a road vacation, driving vacation, it's money. Yeah. So when you're in a sedan, a four-door car, and you've got mom and dad up front and sister and brother in the back... Dude, sleep is very difficult. And when we drove, we would drive for four to five hundred miles a day. So we were transient. So we were transient vacationers. We would, my parents would map out like a two week vacation. It would be all driving and it would be one day here, one day there, one day here, one day there. So no destination. Like you wouldn't go somewhere, chill, relax, and see things. It would be, we would drive from Salt Lake to, uh, to Twin Falls, Idaho. And then from Twin Falls, Idaho, we'd drive to North Dakota. And then from like, it was just, and it was like 90% of the time was driving. And when we would drive to a place and we would be there for the night, we'd get up at six o'clock in the morning. Cause we had 500 miles of driving out of us. And we would, and I'll tell you what, it was awesome to see the countryside. And I've been to every single state in the United States. Jeez. I've been to every single state. That's impressive. There's man. not one state I haven't been to, which I'm I'm thankful for, right? But at the end of the day, it was so boring. <laughs> Depending on yeah, getting out of Minnesota, you had a good like seven hours of flat land, nothing. Yeah, you know? when you get into the Midwest, it's just brutal. And and we got to rem- remember, like back then, there were no phones. Yeah, and yeah. there was nothing. It was like. I had a walk. I mean, I think of how like, well, just in regards to like, how are you going to, where are you going to go next? You yeah. know, like how are we going to get to A to B? It's like the, it's the Atlas, you know, kind of world. And I've, I mean, it's a different world of vacations now and of what maps. we have access to. I just. Maps. My parents would have the yeah. pulled out maps. Yeah. Oh yeah. For oh, sure. And they would get so lost. They would get so I lost. I mean, you wrap your brain around how stressful it is just to like life now and kids now. <laughs> And, oh, let's go on a vacation. We have no idea how to get there. Yeah. Get that piece of paper out and let's uh, see. Oh, yeah, we're just going on the road. It's ro- big oh, enough no. to be a sunblock in the mirror. Of your, let's, oh, yeah, I think, we should, I think we should pull over. I think we should pull over. Yeah, <laughs> le, the monument. Yeah, it's County Road 82 and 40. Yeah, let's get. Let's pull over. Let's check yeah. this out. Uh, we're not even close to where we yeah, are. Yeah, so that that's... That's my fondest memories of vacation. Now we would go to uh, we would go camping every summer. We went to this awesome little lake up in the Uintas uh, in, in Utah, up in the mountains, and it was East Park. But the thing is, is that we so that we would go to like with like five families, which was rad, and there were tons of kids, right? And go camping with kids is like the funnest thing in the world. But I was the youngest, and the oldest was nine years older than me. So by the time I was nine years old, all the other kids were growing up, and the other families stopped coming. So we stopped going. So the time, by the time I was like 10, 11 years old, we didn't do that, that camping trip anymore. Well, that I was going to ask that. Did you ever go to camp? So I did go to camp one time. I went to a, I think we talked about this on a, on a past episode. Remember we talked about Sports starting our or, own. Oh yeah. yeah. Two dads in a camp. 
<laughs> to the camp. Investors, anybody listening, hit us up. By the way, I saw a, I was driving out to Fallbrook the other day, and I saw a summer camp. Dude, it looks you're it looks always pretty cool. if you see any camp sign now for the rest of your life, you're gonna think, could we do it? Yeah, you're oh, always. I, I, instantly, I was like, hmm. meaning it's possible. <laughs> so, um, so we did these awesome uh, camping trips with these families, but. Okay, so I was the youngest. There were nine kids, and every kid was one year older than the next. It was a trip. So I was nine. Then there was a kid that was 10. My sister was 11. There was another kid that was 12, da, 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 all the way up to like 17. So the problem was is I was the youngest. They had been doing this their whole lives, all the way up to like 14, 15, 16, 17. Well, I was the youngest. They all started growing up. They didn't want to go anymore. It's not cool anymore. So it stopped. So I only got to enjoy it for like five years. And then it kind of stopped and and died out. So when we stopped doing the summer camp trip, then we started doing the road trips. And when you're like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, and you're spending two to three weeks of your summer on the road with your parents driving four to 500 miles a day, I'm not saying I'm not grateful for that opportunity. Let me just state that right now. I'm very (laughs) grateful that I had the privilege to do that because I know people that just didn't get to travel very much. But it would have been very nice to have my parents just once or twice look at me and say, hey, you know, we're going to this podunk town in Wyoming. Why don't you take a look and, and see if there's anything that might be of interest to you? Are to you do? sure they didn't? Yes. And at the I was time, never consulted on what do you want to Whatever you maybe said at that age, you were like, I want to go to the Laffy Taffy Palace. But that would have been cool. That's actually a bad um, thing. But <laughs> you could have just said something just like to- totally like, yeah, that's not. We're not driving five hours out of the way to go see that. But then you would have liked that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I think, I think it's important. Yeah. Because so my sister's doing a really cool thing. She, with her <clears throat> kids, when they turn um, – I think when they turn 13, when they become a teenager, she is for their, that year that they turn 13, they get to plan their family vacation. That's interesting. They get to plan they, the whole thing. They pick 13 because at 13 in the Jewish religion, you get a bar bat mitzvah and that's when you become a man or a woman. And Isn't she picked 13. That's weird. And they get to take on this adult role of yeah. like planning a vacation. But I think it's, I think it's awesome. And I, I think it's a good age because they can, they know how to do research on the internet, right? They know how to look up places. So they get to plan a, a week long vacation. They get to plan it. Now they have a budget that they got to work with, which is, I think is another brilliant idea, right? You give your kid a budget you say, look, the trip can only cost this much. It's not like we're going to go to, you know, Greece and rent a, well, a, a yacht. For- well, that, that's the next, I like the groundwork that she's laying. Right. That's the net. That's not the next trip, but that's like the 18. Now, when you graduate, you get to budget a over the seas trip. Right. If you would like, that's right. an option to you, you know, but I, I really like that. I think so, I'm going to start that early. Yeah. So she's giving them a budget. And she says, you get a week, we get a week vacation and you get to plan. Now I'll help you if you want, you know, we can, I can help you research. I'm not planning it though. So if you don't plan it, we're not going. So it's totally up to you and it's going to be their choice of what they go see, what they go do, uh, where they go eat. And I, I think what she's going to do is there's going to be a day in there where the other brother gets to choose something. I think there's a day in there where the mom and the dad also get to choose something, but the majority of the vacation is planned around what that kid wants to do. Do you think that she is now doing that subconsciously because of how you guys have your... Absolutely. Oh, we've talked about it. So there you go. Thank you, parents, for that. Yeah, I think it's... Touche. There you go. Thanks, mom and dad. You're amazing. You've now schooled me how to do a, uh, you know... Like, think about that, though. If you went... Okay, if you you go on a vacation with Aria, right? And let's say it's it's this summer. She's, She's four, right? 
Gonna be no, she's three and a half. Yeah, she'll be four when December. Okay, so she'll be three and a half. And you say, okay, Ari, we're gonna go to San Francisco, right? And then you say to her, okay, we're gonna be there for four days. Now on one day, we have there's five different things we can go do. We can go do this, 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 or this, right? Which would you want to go do, right? If she gets to pick something that day, I think she's gonna look forward to the whole vacation, knowing that she was a part of being that decision maker. No, I, I agree, it, but not at three and a half. No, 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 no. no. no? They don't. They, their attention span is ten seconds, Tom. But you don't. You could show them a photo of the Girardelli Chocolate Center, the pier, the seals, and Alcatraz, and she's gonna pick Alcatraz. Let's say. Uh. While we're on the boat, I don't want to go to Alcatraz. You know, like she's not even. No, no. It's the age you pick at. I don't know what the age might be. I would but guess. But if you're just constantly all the way up to that point talking about it, you don't think she's gonna no. like instill in her you brain? You could build up. You could build up the most amazing thing a, f- a three oh, and a half God, year old would want. Learn as a dad. You could you could you could build up the most amazing thing as a three year old would want. And as you're, let's say, buying the tickets and getting on the the, the ferry trolley to go to that place, there's a. Uh, baked bear here with a bear outside selling cookies and ice cream. And yeah. she's like, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. Alcatraz no. out the window. Age is a big thing. So maybe, I, maybe instead of like planning for that, maybe you do it like spot. Like you're in the, in the moment and you're like, okay, we're right here. We can go there, there, or there. What would you like to do? Well, and as Mac grows, you're going to know what she likes. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you can kind of anticipate she's going to love this. You yeah. know, like I just, I would say starting at maybe... Eight, eight, eight years old yeah. is when you could really start saying, th- and they're going to realize what they're looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, Aria re- is repetitive on certain things of like, oh my goodness, we're going to do this today. Like yesterday we gave Aria these bath bowls of like, they just um, bubble and, and like do some weird stuff in the bathtub. Uh-huh. And she woke up, she's like, oh my God, I want to do that again. You know, but planning and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that yeah, makes not sense. Like eight. That not, makes not, sense. Not so maybe like maybe eight. more of like a spot or the day of kind of thing. Day of, but still. Yeah. Even day of and like as you're walking down the block right now with Aria and you're like, do you want to go do that? Like, yeah, I want to do that. And then all of a sudden you see she's something else. No, I want to do that. And you bought tickets and everything for the movie for the, uh, we're taking her to like Frozen on Ice. We literally could be walking in Frozen on Ice and she could see something over there. Oh, no, I want to do that. And she could throw a fit. I want to go do that. Oh, that's yeah. Age is key. Age I is have key. a lot to learn. Yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, you know, I think, uh, so my biggest caveat with this is that I think my dad loved to plan our family vacations. Control. He's a huge history buff, right? He was a history teacher before he became an administrator. Oh, gosh. And so the majority of our vacations were literally around the one like thing history, you don't want to do stuff. as a kid. You'd go to like battlefields and we went to Gettysburg. Dope. Gettysburg was cool as shit, right? Like you go to Gettysburg and like the ambiance there, you're just like, Whoa, this place is creepy. <laughs> what shit. was that? Yeah. It's seriously. Um, and then we reload. Did, right. Right. But when we went to Boston, right, what did we do? We went and did the, the walk, the, 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 the freedom walk. They call it the freedom walk. And you walk on this line that goes all through the city and you see Benjamin Franklin's house and you see Thomas Edison's house and blah, blah, blah. But you are, or, or, I don't even know if Thomas Edison was one of the people, whatever, <laughs> but you, they, they were the, they were the things that like he wanted to do. I get it. And you know, I think it was more of a vacation for him and we were just kind of along for the ride. No, I, I get it. I mean, like, it cool I, see the stuff, I feel like now comparing like a dad's, uh, my dad is like me where he was a kid, you know, always. So like all the stuff that we did was very, we'd go places like driving from Minnesota. I remember like going to the Badlands, the Corn Palace, stopping anywhere. But everywhere we went, it was 
made to be a fun, goofy experience, which oh, it segued into cool. me, and it's it's what happens now, you know, like. And that's just, what I want for Mac. I want I want it to be the same way. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if 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 if, if that means we go ziplining in the in the jungle of of Costa Rica, then that's what we Dude, do. Dude, speaking of ziplining, yeah. so the one house we just looked at yeah. uh, or have, yeah. They have two trees and uh-huh. literally we looked at another house that had a zipline. They just made one. I'm like, "Oh my god." That is like, awesome. I may designate trying to buy another house if I could put a zipline in. Like, <laughs> who knows, but but yeah, I mean, it's everywhere we went was really Nothing I'd never wanted to do. We love staying in hotels. That was a big part of our thing. And a funny, uh, bad kids that we were, me and my brother, uh, we found out that, sorry, are you hotels? Uh, fingernail files, you know, like the clippers? You know the piece that cleans your, your fingernails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that little piece. The little hook thing. I don't know if my, it was my older brother. We figured out how to open up locks. Oh, Meaning all the old school hotels had um, pool tables and we could open up the pool table lock, open it. Oh, get the, get the pool balls. Get free pool. Nice. All night long. Oh, it's amazing. So, and See, you had a brother to do shit and like this with. My video games. would have never done that. And video games. Oh. So like if they had an arcade, no we way. could we would could figure out how to get free video games. No, you couldn't. And on top of that, we were you ki- could unlock the video game. We were kind of bad kids. Did you like, get the quarters? Yeah. Oh, you stole the quarters. Yeah, I'm. Gonna, I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh shit! I'd so be like on vacation, I'd be like, mom, next hotel is. So dope. we were just you know those kids you know as we grew. Up, I mean like hey, there's people out there that did the same thing. Also like I'm, don't don't try to justify what you're doing by saying there's like there's 4 people, billion people in the world, okay Brian? <laughs> you cannot do that. Do not justify we were, we were that just, shit. We were just kids. We were kids. I don't even know what what age we were, but we even like I remember taking a nickel, taking a nickel, like a slug, a nickel slug. No, a, oh. just a regular nickel. Okay. Taking a hammer. All right. Pounding it out right. to the same size as a quarter. And fifty percent of the time, it would read as a quarter in a, in a, in a vending machine. You to a it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was like the. It was. I don't know what it was. Oh my. And maybe God. maybe that's when it started with me of like always not trying to get over, but always just trying to like get more and like. I don't know. It's that's it's a. So if you could give <laughs> one or two pieces of advice to go on that out note. There. On that note, don't let your kids uh, have fingernail files. On vacation, I, I love that, yeah. dude. I wish I had a sister or a brother, or I wish my sister would have been more. All my sister wanted to do on vacation, read. That's all she wanted to do, read. Wah, read, wah, read, wah. read, read, read. Oh no, she we were very book after book after book, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to read books. I'm on vacation. See, yeah, I wonder, and oh. you guys have talked. You guys want to have another kid? Is this okay to bring up right yeah, now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. See, I wonder if that's underlyingly why you guys might, and whereas me, and even Jess. Jess grew up with in, in uh, with brothers and sisters and also foster kids in her world, and I grew up with uh, two brothers and a sister. Yeah. I wonder if I have been um, satisfied in the brothers and sister world that I don't think about having another uh, child because we're good. We're one and done. I wonder if that plays any role in that. Well, I, I just uh, – I don't know because I was I was satisfied with my sister. I'm stoked that I had my sister, right? I, You're stoked, but like you're now bringing up things of like these I, are I, subconsciously I things. Two. Yeah. I don't want more than two. I don't want three. I think that's too what many. if you have another girl though? You're gonna think about having another one because you no. underlyingly might no, want a I boy. No, I really won't. I pr- I swear to you, I I'm telling you right now, bro. Mark that down on the book. Dude. I believe you. I believe you. I, I really I think two is uh, is plenty. If I have two girls, so be it. It's totally cool. Totally cool. People still look at me crazy every time. I'm like, nah, one and done. We were one and done before we had a baby. I like, think Molly though might want more. 
dude, she's like baby fever. Yeah, but I'm you like, guys are dang. a couple weeks in or a That's month true. in. Like, true. you aren't even at the next level. Yeah. And the next level, the next is going to be a t- not testing, but it'll open your eyes of like yeah. what it's really going to be like. It's okay. it's very easy right now. Yeah, still, but well, in- yeah, it is. It's super easy. I mean, dude, Mac is the bomb. She's the coolest baby ever. She's Soak so this up, chill. everybody. I'm gonna remember this. We're gonna we're gonna uh, cut this part. Mac is I mean, Mac is the bomb. It's super easy. Give it like let's see in like two months in. <laughs> two months? But it's fine. I mean, like no, I'm serious. Yeah. Two months? Uh, I, I think it might be the three month mark. I don't okay. know. A, a three month ager? Three, yeah. three, 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 three month major. <laughs> three month major. See, you're in the three majors right now. Yeah. Ari is a three major. Man. Ooh. Test her. Woo! We're going to talk about that. Yeah, I know. I know. So, I know. okay. So, if we were talking uh, summer vacations, uh, if you could give one or two pieces of advice to parents out there about summer vacations. Just like a successful, what makes a successful summer vacation? What would you tell them would be one or two things that they could do to make it successful or enjoyable or just something that's really going to make an impact on their kid? Mm-hmm. I kid. would say a couple things would be, as Brian said, engage and involve your kid in regards to what's going to be planned um i love that if they're at the age where they can plan it i think that's genius yeah of like getting them ready for the real world of that way um in regards to the phones and the internet time i would kind of regulate that time big on a trip if you're driving uh, i would say you know phones and stuff is not allowed uh, while let's say driving or I, not, 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 not driving, but like just something because there's moments within road trips where it does it with all with adults. Is it somehow like you're just driving, like you just feel like, and then a talk happens and a half hour goes by. Yeah. I think that's a key moment. When other times are you going to have your children, your family within a confined area for four hours? You right. really have to think about that. You could pre-plan with, you know, your significant other, like, I think this is the moment we should bring this up with everybody. Yeah. They can't escape out of a 60-mile-per-hour moving car when you bring up something awkward. I think this is another, like, life hack you can kind of do. So we weren't surrounded by, you know, gadgets and all this stuff. We had, you know, play the – we had games, you know, you play in the car. And uh, alphabet, game. alphabet Game was one and just, uh, just enjoy – even if it sucks – Letting your, you know, educating your kids, finding out ways of how it doesn't or what's out there or um, what are you driving through, you know, whatever it may be. But, uh, yeah, involving your kids of, like, where to go. I think a lot of parents nowadays do because they have access to the Internet and stuff and they kind of tell them, you know, like, depending on what the age, they, they know. I'm going to I'm going to Des Moines, Iowa. What the heck's in Des Moines, Iowa? Right. And they're like, hey, ma, I want to let's go check this out. I mean, I think kids educate their parents more than vice versa. I think but I, I think it's the parents responsibility to let the kid know that. You know, we're going here because, you know, this is our ultimate goal. But, you know, while we're there, find some stuff to do. Let's go do some things that you want to do. So that that would be my number one thing on top of what you're saying is involve them in that process. Um, number two, I love what you just said about making it if, if it's a road trip or something like making that time an engagement piece with the family. Like maybe it's you guys listen to a book on tape. Um, together. And then after every chapter, you have a discussion about it. Or maybe you listen to a podcast. There's some awesome podcasts out there now um, that you could listen to and have like real great discussions with your kids about what they think about the way that that podcast is going or what they're talking about. Um, So those are things that 
we didn't do that. I wish we would have done and just had like really cool conversations around it and just engage in that time because I think it would have made the time pass a lot faster instead of just trying to listen to my Beach Boys tape <laughs> over and over and over again. Beach, I had Beastie Boys. Oh, dude, I had Beach Boys, Beach bro. Boys. Dude, Beach Boys were the Nothing bomb, wrong with Beach bro. Boys. I love the Beach Boys. I'm just like... Man, when I was eight years old, there was no Beastie Boys when I was eight years old. What was eight? What was I listening to? Eight years old. That was my jam, the Beach Boys, dude. Come on. What's wrong with you? That's an iconic group. Oh, I love BC Boy. I, no, you don't. Or, You're laughing at me. No, I know that. I just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to like think of like what was I listening to at eight. Yeah, eight. What my brother then was ten because I always like followed my other brother. Yeah. Of what was listened to, but it was probably New Kids on the Block. Man. No, no, oh, no, no. Boy bands were never ever brought into our world ever. Mm-hmm. I'm de- I'm dead serious. Listen to this guy. I'm dead serious. Donnie Wahlberg. I'm lover. Dead. Dude, I was playing it when we were selling live a couple days ago. I, I played like a uh, '90s mix for Jess, and every song was just on point. Everybody live was like, oh "My God, it's the best mix ever!" Like, "Oh my God, all it's boys? all just like quintessential, like amazing boy bands slash yeah. girl bands." Yeah, and and yeah, and boy was, bands got it going on. I was like, I might just release. Uh, Come on, man! Playlist JT of people. came from a boy band. Whew. Yeah, yeah, he 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 successful out of that for sure. Yeah. Um. So those are just a few of the things that I think are extremely important that I hope. Uh, going into the summer months, you can take away, you can implement, and hopefully your summer vacations, because, hey, let's be honest, they cost a lot of money. They do. It's expensive to go on vacation, so make it awesome for every single person involved, not just for yourself. Don't do it selfishly, but do it for your, your whole family and get everybody to talk about it, because when you have those memories, right, and you can come back home, and then you can reflect on that vacation, I think that is just as important as actually going on the vacation. Mm-hmm. It's the memories, because that's what lives on through the rest of your lives. It's not actually what happens, it's it's being able to reflect on it and then uh, living through that the rest of your lives and having great conversations and stuff around Yeah, and I think it depends on, you know, what uh, category you're in. Like, uh, do I have a, an abundance of money? Do I have no money? I mean, like, I think anything you veer into that's not electronic-based, outdoors is key, you know? If you don't yeah. have a lot of money, go camping. Yeah. I never even went camping, camping but I love cheap. camping yeah. more than anything. I love... Anything outdoors. I, we're trying to move away from the city right now so I can live more outdoorsy life so I can like have things for my daughter to do because that's what I liked growing up doing. I'd rather have her climb up a tree and I used to take a saw and just climb up trees and just saw branches. That's all. I love to do it. I love to take all the <laughs> tools. And just like, if your daughter doesn't want to be outdoors? I think she will because I think she. our kids always will follow what we do as parents. You know, they look up to us in so many ways. So I think they just eventually do that. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't, and let's say she's on her phone at whatever age she's at, and I'm right out the window doing something, and she's going to be intrigued and, like, interested in what I'm doing. And then, but that's the trickery of being a parent, too, of just knowing there's, I'm very good at being trickery with my child, even at three. Like, I know how to manipulate. Child trickery. She knows how to manipulate, too, though. Yeah, she does. But I can read into that, so she can't. (laughs) I know. I know the fake cry. Yeah. You know, which right the now is happening. It's like the, yeah, the cry of just the smirk that's like, she's crying, but the, the, the smile is trying to get out. Like, no, no, I know, I know too much. I know too much. But regardless, just, it's important to take the vacations, whether it be yeah. a day or two or two weeks, whatever yeah, it, it may be. Yeah, doesn't be a whole week. But focusing that time on family time, education time, bonding time, remind them, you know, like, of whatever may be. you went on a vacation to Mexico. Yeah, we took my mom and went to Mexico. It was amazing. I mean, like, just it's life experiences are the best education you can give to any age person out there. Yeah. And they don't have to cost money. 
you know, depending on where you live. I'm from Minnesota. There's a 10,000 lakes. Literally, you can go to any of them. California, we have the ocean. I mean, like, there's so many things you can do out there to life hack that world of just mental greatness. And um, you don't have to fly to, you know, London or something to have an amazing experience. You just have to, you know, just plan a little bit. But as your kid grows older, and I love, I love getting your kids involved in planning it because then they feel fulfilled and they accomplish something. There's so many underlying factors in that that are, are super important. Yeah, and I, I, I think the most important aspect of that, of what Zach just talked about, was getting the family together. That's what a vacation is about. It's getting your family together as a single unit and leaving your day-to-day life and interacting with each other, getting to know each other on a different level and enjoying each other. So please take that away from this. And, and we hope you guys have amazing family vacations this summer and this Memorial Day weekend and 4th of July. And and um, I, I just think uh, for my moment of datitude, I'm very grateful that I came from a family that took vacations, right? Um, I'm grateful that we um, went and saw a lot of different things. And I'm just hopeful that I'm able to do that with my own family as well and, and, and share those amazing experiences with her. Yeah, my, my moment of datitude just because of van vacations is how funny my dad was and two uh, situations was camera was on him, my mom was driving and he's driving like this and we have no idea what's going on and he just goes, honey, I just don't feel good. And he's like, and he lays his head on the the horn and it's going and we're in the back kind of freaking out my mom's filming and we're thinking like something's going down he's kind of moving the steering wheel and he's like i'm just kidding and it was it was amazing (laughs) and also back in the day and even now every hotel has like a shower cap Uh uh my little brother josh always is a goofster still is he would wear a shower cap. My dad was like, wear that to the restaurant. We went to a Chinese restaurant, literally in the middle of nowhere, and Josh wore a shower cap the whole meal. No way. And my dad kind of like, do it, do it, do it. He'd always like coax us. Is that the word? Yeah, uh, coax us. Yeah, uh, on to doing it. So the, the humor of my dad on my family trips to make him fun, that's oh, what I'm more of a dad I too. love that, yeah. man. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. so cool. Most most dads would not do something oh, like that. Like, time, no, 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 you don't wear that to a restaurant. Times that by 10. And you know, if you think about where I get my stuff. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, that brings us to the end of our uh, episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Right? Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for supporting us. Once again, don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. The podcast is out now. Uh, follow us on social media. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. All at the number two dads on a mic. We're so excited to bring you more content. Uh, we're really trying to get, like I said earlier, into that new and noteworthy section. So the more help you can give us, the more we would appreciate that. Um, my name is Brian Boyd. And I'm Zach Gittler. And we are two dads on a mic. We out. <laughs>